Hi everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yetz Epstein, I am your host. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today I'll be discussing how the meaning-making mind perpetuates narcissistic abuse. The mind is a powerful tool which can bring great awareness to one's life if properly used. It could wreak havoc on a person's life if it's misused. The mind is always looking for clarity. It does so by connecting dots and finding connections between what may or may not have any relevance. In essence, it's always trying to make sense of the world around us. It's trying to keep us safe and assure it's protected from any potential threat. The mind takes a look at the many things going on in one's life and adds new information to the old information that has already been accepted as truth or fact. This is known as a mental construct. This is how it learns and expands its awareness of the world around it. The issue begins when we start to believe that the mind cannot misjudge or err in its perceptions. In addition, it also is an issue when we start to believe that we are the mind, that we identify with the mind. Many times the mind comes to conclusions that are false because it is in and of itself not actual intelligence, but rather it's a faculty to be used when it's left to its own devices, unchecked and undisciplined, it can lead a person down destructive, false and deceptive pathways not aligned with one's truths and inner guidance system. Much work has been done on this topic by spiritual author Eckhart Tolle. He best explains the mind as a tool which we either use or uses us. The difference is whether we identify with it and let it run wild and in essence control our life, or we use it as a tool to enhance our life. He calls mind identification as the addiction to thinking. This is where we enmesh with the world of thought as opposed to the non-reactive state of presence, which is really soul identification, the true self behind or above the thoughts and the mind. When it comes to narcissistic abuse, victims are fed toxic and shaming messages, nonsense, fed overall negative emotions, and they become identified with their wounded sense of self. In an attempt to explain the abuse or get clarity, the mind usually makes up a story, it overthinks, comes to conclusions which may be false. Conclusions such as, I am worthless, I'm shameful, I'm unlovable, it's my fault. When we believe the mind, we create a mind-identified self, an illusory self. We become very unhappy, miserable because A, it's not who we are, we are not the mind. And B, the mind lacks empathy and hardly takes the emotional and spiritual state of the individual into consideration. As a result of this, abuse victims, in essence, are abusing themselves by identifying with the mind and buying into the false self, one that's usually negative and shaming. As a result, the mind becomes a dominant factor in the thinking and the decision-making of the individual, oftentimes because of which they are looking to defend against this mind-based identity, this sort of demon or this false illusory sort of monster in their own head. Narcissistic abusers are those who look to defend against this, against their own mind, by eliciting victims to fight their inner demons and their own false, terrifying, shaming inner mental state and their inner critics, their own demons. Now, as much as narcissistic perpetrators are abusing their victims, they're actually abusing themselves. They're abusive towards themselves essentially because they have become mind-identified. They are trapped in their own mind. They're trapped in the world of thought, and they see this as their only reality. In a sad and futile attempt to save themselves from their own mind, they pull others into their mental world, try to trap them so they can essentially have people join them in their misery and ultimately protect them from the loneliness that exists inside of their mind. The only way out is to realize that the mind is not who you truly are. 
It is a faculty. It's a tool that can be used. It's one that has the capabilities of making up stories, lies, misleading, and is and could be very deceptive. The mind is a tool that should be used by the soul, the true self. The soul is what's supposed to govern all. It's important and it's healthy to be soul identified. Many who are wounded in childhood escape into their mind. They dissociate, they disconnect from their emotions. When this happens, they are essentially living in their head and looking for safety. Many victims have been living outside of their body, outside of their emotions for so very long. They live in the world of thought, outside of their heart space and the emotional body. Being outside of the mind, going outside of this prison, of this mental prison, being present in the moment is going to be terrifying, facing the unknown, and therefore they are going to seek solace, seek safety inside of their heads. Like I mentioned, you are not your mind. It's so vital to understand this. You are the presence behind the mind. As Eckhart Tolle speaks about, you are presence. It's vital to surrender to that presence. You are living in the mind when you try to control people, manipulate bully your viewpoints into other people, if you live in fear, if you're emotionally cut off, have a tyrannical inner critic, thinking that you know it all and that you cannot learn new things, thinking you are better than people or worse than others, are narcissistically or codependently defended, always looking for answers and unable to handle not knowing, if you are addicted, and finally, if you are extremely intellectual and intellectually defended. True freedom is freedom from the mind and from thoughts. It's present moment awareness and surrender and acceptance that we are in fact one with everything. Everything truly is one. And realizing that the ego is what divides us. The mind is what separates us into compartmentalized individuals, separateness, dualistic. We are in fact all one. And that's really what it means to be surrendered to the now, to the present moment and acceptance of the fact that we are not our mind. The goal is to separate yourself from the mind, from thoughts, from judgments, interpretations, and man-made meanings, and let them pass through the filter of the true self, of the soul, and see if it resonates at your core, and see if it feels like the truth. It's extremely vital to realize that you are a soul that's having a limited experience in a body that has a mind. Only then are you going to be free to express your true self and connect with others who are aligned with their true selves, free from being a slave to the mind and be the true creator and master of your life, guiding it in the direction that you decide of your true bliss, freedom, and health. If you find yourself to be mind-identified, if you're having difficulty getting to that surrendered state that Eckhart Tolle talks about of the spirit behind the presence, behind the thoughts and mind, please allow me to help you through this process. I'd be more than happy to do so. I offer a free 15-minute consultation, so please reach out and discuss how I can help you on your healing journey. My email is yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. I thank you so very much for joining me for today's episode. It is an absolute honor to bring you this information today. And until next time, all the very best. <laughs>